I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What are you mugging me off? No, I'm not mugging you off. I'm just saying you're wearing a coat indoors. Well, I, I had a lot of wasabi at lunch. <laughs> right. That's really affected my innards. I'm trying to kind of chest. expand your palate to sushi a bit. So we went for a walk yeah. in Flav. We got him some uh, wasabi, sushi. Yeah. Southern London thing to do. Northerners won't be happy about this, but we're doing it anyway. And, um, yeah, you went well overboard with the wasabi. I, I love it. I love wasabi. I do. I love horseradish and I love wasabi. When you said there's too much in there, I was like, nah, it can't be. Yeah. But I was like panicking a little, little bit. Little tiny Because you mix it up with a soy. again. You mix it up with a soy sauce. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it did. It, it knocked me for six, to be honest. So you, you're walking into this podcast not feeling your best? No. I'm never feeling my best. <laughs> really? the, the life when was the last time you felt your best? When you burn the candle at both ends, you never feel your best. That's okay. the price you pay. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time I felt my best? Um, there was a time about six years ago where I was eating really healthily. healthily. I wasn't drinking. I was eating lots of broccoli and, and that kind of stuff. <laughs> mm. And honestly, the, I, I felt like I was flying at one point. I felt so alert. I felt really like high energy. I felt great. Mm. But it was just boring. Yeah. It was like the boring way to live your life, being healthy. Yeah, when people talk about a healthy life balance, that is, that's part of it. How boring do you really want to be? Exactly. So not, um, not boring at all. So I left it. How are you? I'm good, mate. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I am. Um, like we you, don't see each other every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've literally just been texting you all day. Yeah, I'm all right as well. I'm a bit nervous about this weekend, and we can talk about that as as time goes on. But yeah, QPR could go down. Not this weekend, but we could go still go down. So yeah, we can uh, yeah look forward to talking about that. Um, mm. So this is one for the weekend, uh, which has been made possible by our mates, boys and girls at Fan League, which is a new social football experience where uh, you can take on your mates at predicting the results of English footy matches and make some money off them as well. Uh, Fan League's launching in August, so if you want to find out a bit more about those guys, then uh, there's more information in a link in the description. So uh, as part of One for the Weekend, where we're just basically going to be talking about the big football stories that are happening right now, we're going to have a bit of fun as well. We're going to be talking about um, uh, Klitschko versus Joshua as well. So it's not all... why not? Yeah, why not? That is One for the Weekend as well. I'm as interested... Gearing you up. I love my boxing. And, and, and uh, obviously I'm looking forward to the North London derby yep. on Sunday but um, I'm massively massively looking forward to Klitschko and, and, and Joshua I can't for those that don't watch boxing I can't tell you how rare it is to find a 50-50 heavyweight fight yeah um, and this is this is 50-50 and if you want boxing knowledge I mean you probably you would have guessed I'm uh, big on my boxing because uh, you know you I'll, like it I'll when they uh, I'll have a slug you can uh, Oh, throw a bit of lever, can't you? Throw a bit of lever with the best of them, as yeah. you've seen on nights out and things like that. So some some top 
pugilism knowledge coming your way so stick around what was the uh, what, that, what was that stuff the, thing, the little skit bit you, you always do when you're like, move on <laughs> well that's your I'll save that as well can All I right. save that as well for later on, on. Yeah, I have uh, views on boxing and why men love boxing yeah, yeah. so we can talk about that uh, right. in a bit as well um, so yeah just to say that last week uh, and for the next few weeks till the end of the season we're going to be predicting uh, the results of 13 uh, matches me and you are taking each other on Ian McIntosh who's going to be on the podcast hopefully next week lovely man lovely man you're d- desperate to be mates with him came up with the term thunder bastard for, <laughs> for a goal to be sc- that scored at late a range with pace really it's yeah, a so, thunder bastard so uh, Matic's goal against Tottenham in oh, the right. semi-final of the FA Cup that was a thunder bastard yeah mm. Oh, we can do. We can touch on your uh, experience of the semi-final briefly as well. Yeah, and also, you guys, or one of you guys in particular, has been chosen from last week's predictions. You guys got your predictions, and we've chosen one of the guys, and he will be representing you. Yeah. Should we reveal that now? Yeah. Well, let's reveal that. So, Garrett. <laughs> Garrett, and I'm not sure if that is your real name, but it doesn't matter because you're on YouTube and you're safe there because people don't know your face yeah. and they don't even know what your voice sounds That's why like. You can be horrible. You can be yeah. horrible and you control us, you can do what you want, but often he doesn't. He's part of that. Uh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, and he, he puts predictions in so so. Not, <laughs> not, not as good as he would have liked, which I think which there, helps with the general level because we got four each four out each of 13. Out. Yeah. That's crap, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that is crap. And also, uh, there were people that did better than Garrett. Yeah, but we didn't. Well, want we wanted him. Garrett. We didn't, well, yeah, we wanted Garrett because yeah. he's, he's been lovely and, and he's, he always contributes to the comments in a healthy way. In a healthy way, yeah. But but he, he also wasn't very good at it. Like we weren't we were, very good. Yeah. At it. So we Ian McIntosh, we got seven. seven. Yeah. Seven. So Not bad. Garrett with the wooden spoon. I think it was. I think he got two. If I'm no, right. I think it's four. Is it four? Okay, we'll figure it out. It'll be in the league table, which is going to be on the fan league Twitter uh, and their Facebook as well. So you can also see our full predictions. But we're going to go through a lot of them uh, with you in the next hour or whatever it's going to be. Mm. But in the comments, if you're watching this on YouTube, so you can watch this on YouTube, uh, Long Ball Street YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel as well. Flav does a podcast with Matt. Uh, who's the owner of Bull Street each week which is brilliant as well so yeah. there's two great podcasts for you guys Robbie, to enjoy we had Robbie Robbie, Robbie from Arsenal Fan yeah. TV we were talking about all kinds of things this week yeah. he was talking he's about... setting the record straight was Robbie he was like, and you know yeah, there's been a lot of commotion about Arsenal Fan TV um, <coughs> you know he was uh, attacked is too strong a word but there, a group of men accosted him uh, as he was trying to do his interviews out after a game that they lost at, at the Emirates um, and you know he talks about that and, and the, the conversations he's had with their men afterwards yeah um, that's, that's so Robbie isn't it yeah and he just, just put it right probably just, Breed just typed in some numbers and it was, it was that guy yeah he just got there so this has got to stop <laughs> just all mad I don't know where don't you are or what you're doing I mean who's attacking Robbie are you for real I know but you <laughs> he's know, seen his hands football is an emotive sport and people behave in a way and say things when they're drunk uh, that they shouldn't do um, on Twitter Mm. Uh, so um, yeah so it's it's a fascinating listen and and Robbie does really open up and whether you like Arsenal Fan TV or not uh, it's well worth a watch also reveals his favourite rapper at the end of it so it's another reason to go and listen to that one so yeah we're we're going to be doing this uh, each week so it's a great reason to subscribe and obviously we're on iTunes I guess as well right yeah iTunes what are we talking about first well so so just to say with the predictions we're going to be putting our predictions in the description you guys do that as well let us know how you're going and give some inspiration and some expertise to Garrett because Garrett is your he's your guy 
he's your horse in this race yeah. and, and he needs your help he really does after last week God bless you Garrett God bless you Garrett um, so let's let's kick off I think well let's reminisce and reflect for a second on last week because you were talking about um, things that you do maybe when you're drunk after a, a game and you're not always drunk at a game often I don't, I don't think I've ever been to a football match where I haven't been at least inebriated in some way in some way yeah well yeah that's something people watch it in different ways I couldn't go to a game sober could you? Do you drink so? Do you go to the game sober? Yeah, yeah, quite a lot. Do you not feel? Is it like doubly nervous? Do you, do, you, do you feel confident going in? I want to know why we're losing, or I, I really like the game. See, yeah. this is a good thing about us. But very different. We've got yeah. similar. I'll take Ollie values for as well. Yeah, you're not really into it. <laughs> Don't really. If anything, it's it gets really in the way bad. of a good drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. Like, I mean, I like. I like to have a few drinks before it. But if I don't, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. I'm not like I'm not wanting to go in. I'm just, it's just not as fun. You're you're you're, you're much more inhibited. You know, like that is true. You, you don't want to get up and sing. Whereas you've had a few, you don't yeah, care. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's that aspect. Um, I get though completely missing things in in the football because you've had too much to drink. That happens to me. Quite so in terms of the ability to take in information of a football game, yeah, what, what percentage? If 100 percent is the Everything. is total information. Intake. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what sort of level were you at? Come kick off at five? Was it five fifteen? The what, Chelsea, the Chelsea game. Oh, I, I wasn't in. Um, I, what, sort of person, what percentage were we looking at? We're looking looking at. I'd say thirty. Really? Yeah. Maybe like, maybe maybe twenty five thirty. Right. I, I was in. I, I drunk a lot by that point. But no, it was silly having to kick off at five. five madness. Who, who does that? Oh, is it madness or is it? Well, look. I mean, there was something in the news today about a Spurs fan. Who got beat yeah. up yeah. by a fellow Spurs fan? He thought he was a Chelsea fan. So coming out of the ground, there was a lot of a lot of Spurs fans not very happy. Uh, Chelsea fans, obviously, they would to them winning a semi-final of the FA Cup is almost nothing. So they kind of weren't that interested in staying behind and celebrating with their team, which I would have been. But so there was lots of Spurs and Chelsea coming out together. A lot of angry. Spurs fans and, and, and Chelsea fans not really wanting to get involved because who wants to really get beat up or get into a fisticuffs at football most people are not interested in that so you can understand why who's using the phrase fisticuffs exactly um, so it's uh, a great word though the, so there was that and, and the story goes that, that this group of Spurs fans thought that this guy was a Chelsea fan which even if he was you don't beat yeah, yeah. someone you, know, yeah. you don't do that um, so I don't know what happened but the poor Poor lad's got two massive black eyes. And black, broken skull, broken yeah. eye sockets. It's a terrible thing. Um, um, yeah, so it's, it was it was it was tough. It was tough, but five thirty kickoff. You know, I, I couldn't not drink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not my fault. Yeah, well, no, no, I was pretty. Yeah, I had a, I had a solid few before Brentford. Solid few. Uh, yeah, last week as well. So we got we both got pumped by arrivals last week. We had a we? horrible weekend. Yeah, but, yeah. But, and and so QPR fan don't like Chelsea. No, and they beat you. Yeah. And then, yeah, for you, Man City, they were going to win that, guaranteed. Should. Arsenal turn up and do what they do. What I've avoided, though, is, is having to sit through Arsenal Spurs uh, Cup final, which on one level could have been the best day of my life, on another, on another level, the worst. The worst, yeah. Yeah. Um, picking yourselves up from that defeat, it would have felt, and I'm going to use a word that you're not going to like, mm. Spursy, yeah. if you had not have beaten Palace in the week. And you did it yeah you ground it out we did and uh, that's got to be a good omen for for next season because we were talking about this before 
You've got to be so frustrated at the amount of points you've accumulated over the last couple of years and you've got nothing for it. Yeah, we've got, we're, 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 Spurs are top of... If you combine both leagues of last year and this year, Spurs are, Spurs are the, the best team in the league. Doesn't Chelsea, like Chelsea, it doesn't work like that because Chelsea had a weird season when I mean, they finished 10th last year and Leicester had a weird season last year where they won it. And, mm. You know, kind of services resumed to somewhat. And uh, so we, that, that stat isn't probably that helpful. Um, although we have, on average, been between third and second for two years, yeah, and you know we're still we're still you know, still fighting for it. Four I, points behind Chelsea. So this is the first big talking point. So we're going to be talking about uh, all sorts, uh, as I said, and you know a bit of boxing chat as well. We're going to be actually revealing some soldiers lost in battle. Oh yeah. So what um, was that last week? So last week uh, it was a great weekend for me because well I thought it was going to be because I had a full free pass of watching football from start to finish mm. um, with no guilt whatsoever. But there are people out there who soldiers lost in battle who have to do things of that rubbish things rubbish things yeah. less good than watching things football. that are the worst yeah <laughs> in comparison to watching yeah, yeah. kids birthdays things yeah. like that yeah. and so we ask people to going to in, see your nan exactly the worst reasons for missing out on the football yeah and uh, we've got some in and uh, it's going to be difficult to read them out mm. but we're going to give it a go so that's still to come talk about Joey Barton we're going to talk about Sam Allardyce's comments this week uh, we're going to talk about uh, Michael Carrick someone thinks he's one of the greats so we're going to talk about that and we're going to dip into the championship as well and have a quick chat about Fulham are doing very very well but mm. the first talking point is <coughs> does the title race end this week? Everton v Chelsea and then after that Chelsea have got pretty easy games I think they've got Watford, West Brom, Sunderland I might be wrong there I think they've got Middlesbrough as well something like that pretty easy games uh, and you guys have got a very very difficult fixture in in Arsenal mm. and you've still got Man United to come a, a, as well mm. do you um, feel like this is going to be the, the end of it this week no I mean it's not the end of it I mean it is if we lose and they win I mean but because that's what I've gone for in my predictions have you yeah this feels like this feels uh, Chelsea fans I don't know if it'd be interesting to know what you guys think does this feel like Bolton away when they I think it was 2005 when they went up there and Bolton weren't the worst worst side but they went up there ground out a good 2-0 win and that was that was the one that they looked back on and the, once they'd won it going that was the game where we knew that's that's what Everton feels like for me this for Chelsea weekend. for Chelsea this weekend um, yeah I, I think they probably fought that the, the, the weekend though when, when they beat they beat Southampton 4-2 and the night before yeah. uh, Spurs played uh, Palace. Look, it's not. It's four points is not a lot. Uh, you know, I'm not holding on to it. I I'm not hopeful. I don't mm. think we will win this league, but it's not over. Certainly not. You know, Ev- Everton have won eight on the bounce at home. Um, yep. Ev- uh, Chelsea haven't won there in the last two times they've gone there. Although last season they weren't great. Um, Spurs can beat Arsenal at home. Uh, you, you, you would probably be favourites. Um, I know Arsenal scored in 88 percent of their. Their away matches this year, but Spurs haven't played Spurs yet, and we don't concede at home. And then they play Spurs. Yeah, exactly. And then they yeah. play Spurs. And we've got a habit of um, of upsetting people. You know, Man City came to Tottenham, thirteen wins on the bounce, and, and we beat them. Everton uh, were unbeaten in about four months or something ridiculous, and we beat them. Burnley run. Uh, it was Burnley actually unbeaten for four months or, or, or some some craziness. So we've got this season. We've got a we've got a propensity Which, to get the the right results at the right time, um, but it will be really difficult. But it's not over if we beat them. If they lose to Everton, it's the, the gap is down to one point. One point doesn't matter who you're playing. Yeah, yeah. You know you, the difficulty I've got with all this, and something that I haven't had to do for 
years when I've been doing the accumulators, how do I decide who how I feel about something? Do I go with my gut? Mm. Do I go with my well wishing for a mate, or do I go with try and start to go with my head? Because you know what I'm like. I'm very competitive, and I want to do well in this. Yeah, and I haven't started very well. For that. So you've gone. You've gone Arsenal to I've win. Got, I've gone Arsenal to win. You're out of order, mate. But it's isn't that. You've been That's spi- me trying to be realistic. That. No, spiteful. mate, no. You are? No. You are. We'll get into te- spiteful later on. I'll tease you about when we get to the championship. Team. Well, we'll get into that later right. as well. All right. No, um, no, I, I, honestly, not. I just think because I probably. Because I do want you guys to win. Yeah. For your happiness. Yeah, thanks. It won't happen. <laughs> I know. We don't. And I'm maybe a little bit bitten from last week as well. People like us. I mean, bad things generally happen to good guys. We won't get what we want. It's fine. Um, I'd, uh, yeah, uh, I, I've gone for I've gone for a Spurs win, and I think um, I might have gone for a banker, but I can't remember what I did. Actually. I've got your bankers here. What did I go for? You've gone. For, for, so one of your bankers is. Is it, oh, is it Tottenham? Or did no, I, you didn't go did for the banker. That was um, you've got that as one of your upsets. What Arsenal? No. I got that wrong. Yeah, you got it wrong. I would put on this because this is what I was thinking about this because I want to win as well. I don't want to be last. Yeah, but I would never, no matter how hard the task is, I would always back Spurs. I could never bet against Spurs like a certain professional football did. Uh, this uh, right, bet, yeah. And how does it? What's more important, um, winning it to stay in the title race, or just not losing the last North London derby at? Yeah, that's at the most important thing. That's the most important. That, that's the only thing. The only thing going into that isn't thinking about Chelsea. It's not thinking about the, the league. It's thinking about the ninety minutes against those scumbags. Sorry, those <laughs> the other team. Yeah, sorry, that's, that's okay. Like, just you know, it's about, don't be an apologist. Well, I've had twenty years of it. 20, uh, more than twenty years of them then d- digging me out. Uh, you know, looking down their noses at Spurs, prodding at us. You know, some tottering them. They, you know, they made this significant. They made the day that when we finish above them relevant. And now. The chickens have come home to roost, James. The chickens have come home to roost, mm. and I'm the fucking rooster. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, Chelsea do look good, though. Watch them in the week. They They're great. infuriating to watch. Yeah. If you if you want them to, for the excitement of a neutral, want them to lose to make it a bit more exciting. They because they don't really have that. They don't have all the possession. But they look like such a threat when they counterattack. It's crazy. Uh, they've got probably the most form, one of the most formed players in Hazard. In yeah. their team, Diego Costa is, as we know, you know, you don't even need to talk about. It. Everyone knows who he is and what he's like and how effective he is in the game. You know, he's just superb. So, I think the management yeah. of him the, throughout the whole season has been brilliant. Well, kind he was out at one point. He, well, yeah, two or two, and Conte, but Conte's kind of he could have he could have sulked after that those moments. He's volatile. It seems like he is, has a volatile sort of side to him in terms of his personality. But Conte kind of hung his hat on him and said. You need to be. We need you to be our guy, mm. and and that responsibility he he enjoyed, I think, and, and stepped up to it. And then he he had what was it seven games without scoring, something like that, five or seven games without scoring. Drops him for a cup final, uh, cup semi final. Sorry, rested. Do you think it was rested? Do you? Yeah, they had a big game on Tuesday. You're playing a day before we are. Um... That's sad, isn't it? It's a bigger game. He it's probably thought he could beat. He probably had, he thought he had the personnel to beat Spurs. You know, Bashway, he isn't he's a thirty five million pound striker. Mm. Um and uh you know, he, he came in and led the line well. He, holding the ball up and getting 
other players into the uh, into the team into into the play is is what any good striker who isn't one of those getting behind strikers should be able to do. And that's mm. why he held the ball up well. He, I still think that I still think that Conte's gone there. You're not really doing it at the moment, so let's give I think it was more let's give someone else a go and I think that little kick up the backside made a difference well he certainly had a good game against Southampton didn't he Um, let's let's move forward Mm. Um, oh yeah uh, yeah let's move Uh, so (coughs) Crystal Palace Burnley um, is one of our ones this week Mm. this looks like a a banker I think I put it down as a banker for Crystal Palace Um, their home form is so-so but Burnley away are on absolutely diet. Yeah, they're they, so bad. They, they've, they've. Uh, I've gone for a banker as well on Palace. Uh, they have missing Joey Barton. Yeah, um, I mean Joey Barton's is. weird. It's weird. I look. It, it, I, I can't work out. But but Joey Barton's a really complex, um, strange, interesting character because he started. He came to the fore. As a, foot, a young footballer with a terrible temperament, um, he would get sent off regularly for Man City. Uh, he, there was huge discipline problems. He stubbed cigarette uh, cigar out on the eye of one of his a reserve team player called Jamie Tandy, I think his name was. Um, and and the story of that goes that um, they were drinking all day. They'd been out the team drinking session, and this guy Tandy kept taking the piss out of him, saying he hates scousers and whatnot. Um, and they got into like this. It's got a weird standoff where they were kind of like, they wanted to go at each other, but they it was it, was, it wasn't discussed. There was no fisticuffs going to happen, but they they were really was it like the, the hold me back, hold me back. Not even that. Seriously, hold me back. <laughs> there was tension. Do you know what I mean? And right. Jamie Tandy, uh, I think that's his name. Um, once once they'd all got changed into their night clothes, he set fire to Jamie, uh, Joe Barton's suit. It was on fire. He had to take it off and stamp it out. Uh, and he responded by getting a cigar and tried to stub it out on the back of his neck when, I don't know, something else. This is how it happened. Jamie Tandy kind of turned around and it went in his eye. That's what right. Barton's kind of thing. I mean, but yeah. you know, so there was that. And there was, then there's the stuff about when he went to Rangers and, 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 and kind of always assuming that he's much, he's beyond everyone's ability. And he's now come to a stage where he's. And the headbutting, the fighting on the pitch. Well, yeah. So he, I mean, obviously he was at QPR for a long time. Had a had an amazing turnaround at QPR, really, because he came in for a lot of money, and he was that guy from Newcastle who was a bit spiky, and uh, I think he literally just had that altercation with uh, there was an Arsenal player, and he went down holding his face, and it was just like embarrassing. Mm. Anyway, he came to us, and he. We stayed up that year, but it was not down to him in any way, shape, or form. He was—he came in to be this leader who's going to get us to mid-table and we'll be fine because we now got a bit of money. And he was awful. He really? was awful, so bad. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of defiant in his confidence in himself. Um, what did which he turn he, around? So he, the way that he turned around was so. Just to finish that bit off, is that there was a game against Liverpool. We were three 0 down at, um, with about fifteen minutes to go. We actually we won the game four three. It was unbelievable, like, night game, unreal. But he got taken off at half time mm. because he was in, and he said it since he was in complete quicksand. Like he couldn't. He was, and again, he was so 
cocksure about his his abilities that he was the way that he processed having a nightmare game was like give it to me again give it to me again I'll mm. play this glory ball or whatever and he just get sinking and sinking and, and having a nightmare he, he referred to that game as he was in quicksand yeah really yeah. Oh, that's fascinating um, and the fans had turned on him and, and all of that and anyway um, the culmination of the lowest point for him was the Man City game the Aguero goal the year they won the league people probably will remember it once I say it but people often forget it we were so I was at that game and we were we were um, what was it it was nil nil and, and Barton no one nil down sorry and Barton got into an altercation with I think it was Tevez or something Tevez left one on him and he just lost it yeah. he just snapped and this is another like, when you say like he's a fascinating character what is interesting is and a, what I've seen in him and I've seen him get sent off a few times each year there'd be one moment where he would he would snap. Mm. He, I think I've seen him sent off about three or four times whilst he was at QPR. And and the turnaround was that he went to Marseille for a year, said he wasn't going to come back and play ever again, then did come back, sw- sort of swallowed his pride and started again and his stamina and his, his ability was there and it was fantastic. It was a big reason why we got back up into the Premier League. But what you've got with Joe Barton is, one, he is arrogant. He is very, very arrogant. But he, he wants to be... He wants to be better than everyone else. Mm. And so he does try to educate himself to a point. But at the root of it, he has a, he has a, he has a problem with his own rage. The sendings off that happen in every single, every single year that we would see him, it would always be the same little thing. And it wasn't, it wasn't something he could control anymore because every game that he was playing, someone was trying to wind him up. Yeah. Or there were those battles or there were those tackles. Mm. But there was, there was sometimes where he would like, Someone would just click in him and rage would hit. Yeah, it's red mist, isn't it? Red mist, completely. And it would be... I think he's, like, he flicked out at um, Bradley Johnson once. He did something against Leicester the year after. He flicked Tom Huddleston in the bollocks like, the, the year after that. And so he's always had a problem with his anger. And he's also, I think he's spoken <coughs> about problems with kind of depression and all that. So you're right, he's so, so complicated. Mm. And that's why something that seems so stupid in terms of betting against your team it just adds another facet to what is a really fascinating complicated well, yeah, guy that, that's a strange one I mean look I, I think you look at the kind of numbers he was betting on. he wasn't doing huge amounts you know he wasn't laying five grand down the line he was making very small bets which that in itself is not is a bit weird does that feel uh, to you it's, like, it's just kind of he's mischievous I don't know if it's that I, I, I think because you know you talked about him betting against his own team and he'd be dropped from a game and, and out of anger and, and kind of petulance he would bet against his own side as a kind of victory in his own head that's what I mean that's, isn't that the mischief of him that he can't I don't know if that's mischievous because it's a strange what? way to reconcile your anger possibly yeah it's it's bizarre and then the statement he's come out with and, and just what you were saying so much information free yeah there's a lot and there's yeah, the length of that statement was again another alarm bell for me, and and the fact that um, you know he 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 thinks that he's been made an example of. You know, these are kind of traits of this is very pseudo philosophy, right? Very much so, but it kind of traits of psychopathy. You kind of the, the world's against him. That you know that he's is he, he, he it's not his fault, um, and there's always a reason for it. But ultimately, he's a controversy. He said that, he, that most people wouldn't be a, most 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 players wouldn't have got eighteen month ban. They would have got three months. Now I don't know what the precedent is for that, and if there's any truth in that at all. But he said because he's a controversial character, 
you made the controversy. You 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 made your decisions, and mm-hmm. ultimately, the, you know, if you commit a crime and then you commit it again, and then you commit the same crime previously, the sentencing's going to it's going to stack up, and you are going to be treated differently. But it's your actions that have got you there. So it's no one else's fault but his. I always find that really interesting. The the, the balance between belief and humility to kind of like so another thing that he said is that I will be a, I will be a top level manager there's no doubt I'm going to be one of the best managers in England mm. I've seen I've heard him say it a couple of times he's so he's got great belief in himself and I think in life that can get you really far yeah. but it can also trip you up and I, I find that really especially <sighs> in sports people as well people like boxers and we'll get onto that maybe in a second but the and what well, actually it is probably good um, Joshua and Klitschko both kind of have a lot of belief in themselves and confidence in themselves but both quite humble I think as well mm. they've never been that Tyson Fury guy who or a lot of boxers who just go I'm mm. going to knock you out I'm going to like I'm going to do yeah. all this stuff yeah. I know that's a lot a bit for show but yeah. Joey Barton is one of the few footballers who has that same kind of well, I don't know what the word is for it well, arrogance or belief self, or what self-belief but it does lead into arrogance and self-belief but you can have you can have class and dignity with it uh, and then the self-belief that you can have arrogance but but the, the, both of those things are powerful you can be arrogant and that can work to your to your advantage massively you know mm-hmm. that he, I think there is an element of that in his game um, and, and that part of the reason why he has had such a great career in comparison to most professional footballers he's you know he's, he's in the top you know 5% probably of uh, in terms of earnings and and the kind of career that he's had, the vast majority of professional footballers, you know, have to get second jobs. Sure, and stuff you up. know, you talk about players going missing. Never were, you know, even in that Liverpool game where he had a nightmare, mm. he didn't go missing. Yeah, I mean, we wish we wish he had gone missing a bit quicker because he was having a nightmare. But he was always up for the fight. Yeah. Um, but it's just yeah, the latest fascinating turn in uh, in his story, man. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, I don't think it'll affect Burnley enough for for them. To, are they having? A, they have had a sort of gentle wobble mm. um, and, but I don't think they'll oh, wow you never know they could go down with the way the Swans in Hull are winning games or you know well, well they're, they're, they've got, when there's that much pressure on you to win games mm. you do you do win games yeah and yeah. so that could be interesting Burnley probably they're 36 points they need one more win to just put that to bed and that would be a massive achievement for them to, to do that did you hear Allardyce moaning about um, having to play a game 24 hours uh, so he's basically complaining that when you like, so it's when Spurs played uh, Palace at the week because mm. Conte was moaning as well, wasn't he? Yeah, they, they had to play a game before other other teams. Um, but it's like, well, there's two things here. There's one; it happens to everybody. That's one of the few things that do even out for everybody. Everyone has those periods where they've got loads of games, especially if you qualify for Europe. But Spurs have played 40, 49 games this this season compared to Palace's sort of. I don't know he's played about 10-15 more than they have so, yeah you know it's, it's about rotating your squad better uh, to a certain extent but the other thing is is that the reason why these things get moved around is for TV so you can't complain about having to play football on TV and having your fixtures moved but then want to spend X amount of money on wages because all of the money that you're able to spend now it's very it's not only a small percentage of it's from gate receipts now most of it's from TV revenue so you know you can't have your cake and eat it it's just yeah. like, it, it, I hate it when you peer people whinging and moaning after a game if you've got a legitimate cause to like you've been cheated someone handballed like Henri handballing and, and, the, and the Irish 
uh, that goal, do you remember when Ireland got knocked yeah, out yeah, at the, yeah. the, the qualifier playoffs? I understand that, but just sitting there moaning bar humbug kind of thing, it's like, mate, just nothing's going to change, right? Just because you're angry doesn't mean you're right. It's just he's there's one he's kind of he's loved to go on about for for a long, long time. I think it's the, they don't ask for the TV money. They're very grateful to get it. Yeah, they don't actually ask for it. And if it all went, if all the TV money went away, they just offer players less money, wouldn't they? Yeah, I want to play. Yeah, everyone would expect less, and the yeah, bottom would fall out of it. But, but yeah, so yeah, if, if they went to you, look, uh, Allardyce, we can um, we can make sure you can have an extra day more than everyone else. But we're going to take about fifteen million off you. Mm-hmm. I think he, no, he knows so no. uh, bread's butter. Um, but Palace flying, good um, good result for you guys to, to get the the win against them. But he's he has got them um, going in the right direction. They were second in the form table. And that is yeah, I think I had that. As, I might add that. As you a did, you as well. did. Yeah, you copied me, only. I uh, didn't even see your slip, so... Embarrassing. Man United versus Swansea. There's a talking point here because the Manchester City boss, Pep Guardiola, and we're doing this podcast before the uh, derby mm. uh, on Thursday night, so uh, we don't know what the score was on that one. But um, he has said that uh, <coughs> 35-year-old Michael Carrick is uh, is at the same level as Spanish World Cup winners Xavi Alonso and Sergio Busquets. Biscuits. I was, biscuits. I was struggling mm. to say that one. Um, he is... And I've been slaughtered for this. Any Bull Street fans will testify. He is the Chris Marsden of uh, of this generation. Chris Marsden's that guy that everyone said was underrated. And but if everyone's saying he's underrated, was he? then he is rated. Um, like Heidegger Johnson's another example. What do you mean? If everyone says he's underrated, is he rated? Just the go-to thing. The go-to thing for Michael Carrick to say about Michael Carrick is that he's underrated. It's just that everyone says it, therefore he's not underrated. He's rated by people because... Because everyone's proxy. underrating him. Okay, yeah. I understand. Um, is he a great, though? Because uh, he's... he's um, I'll just find out now. His, if he was playing for Barcelona in Busquets' position, then he would be easily be considered a great. But because he's from the northeast of England and he's always been kind of outshone in, in Man United in terms of personality, he's never been kind of outgoing... He's kind of been a simple, uh, you know, ladies football do the talking. Mm. You know, some, uh, Jamie Redknapp made a good quote, one of the few good things he's ever said. Uh, and he said this, he goes, if, if Ericsson had a funky haircut and tattoos all over his body, it'd be worth 20 million more. But because he's understated and gets on with his job, yeah, it's, it's, it's his perception. And, and I think so Carrick, Carrick does fly under the radar. But honestly, one, one of the few times where I've actually been absolutely gutted to see a player leave, leave Tottenham um, and three of those have all gone to Man United. Uh, Sharon and Berbatov. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And Michael Carrick, he was and is a superb player. And the player of his age, uh, you know, 35, the way he plays, he could quite easily go on and do this for another couple, another couple of years. years yeah. It's, I think it's been, that's something I'll be impressed with Mourinho this year, that he's, with Mata, with him, I think there's one, when a new manager comes in, you could go, all right, it's the end of him and him. Mm. But he's been quite willing to, to sort of embrace both of them. Mata obviously sold, didn't think he was up to it, and didn't have the, Stamina to play the way that he wanted to play, and you could have labelled the same thing at, at Carrick, but Carrick's been fantastic for them this year. He has. He is it right? And uh, he's a metronome. You can play along as well if you're listening to this. Uh, if you don't know, he is a metronome. And as you are, the amount of interceptions that he has from, and they're not tackles. He's just in that fantastic he position. Reads the, yeah. the game so well. Um, how, so, how many England caps did Michael Carrick? Who is now 35? He's played 308 games for Man United. He's won it all. 136 games for West me. Ham, Spurs. How many England caps did he get, and how many do you think he deserved? Does a player of that quality yeah. deserve? He, I, um, this is a guess. I, I reckon. What does he deserve? What does he deserve? He should be easily in his 60 caps plus. I think he's that good. But he has had to contend with Lampard and Gerrard being in a similar era then. Because the cap is coming on as well, isn't it? After 60 minutes. The cap's a cap. Yeah. yeah. They all oh, count. Is it, is it 35? It's 34. It's got 34 caps for England. That is not enough. That is not enough. I nearly nailed that. You really nearly nailed that. Shit. Right? No um, doubles. Um, that, is not, uh, that is not enough for a player of his quality, but... I think he he's benefits. So underrated. From, he is. He is underrated. But I, I think I think he benefits from the change in the formation. Whereas there was more fluidity and and dynamism. Dynamism. Dynosaurism. There's more dinosaurism in in current uh, formations. In that you, it's just there's more yeah. more places to fill. You know, there's, you've got a double pivot. You love that one. I do. It makes complete sense because, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you just got a standard, you know, single uh, defensive midfielder, and because of the new kind of the new way of, of, of thinking about uh, formations in England, beyond just a bank, two banks of four and, and a two up front, is enabled more kind of specialist midfielders to flourish. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas, you don't need to be that. Box to box, box guy, yeah. yeah, that's doing it all. But by the same token, you, I think like players like Vieira might not have had the career that they had if the four four two wasn't as as prevalent. Yeah, because they he was the best box to box on on earth at that time. Very true. Poor Michael, he is still alive. Just because he's mm. fine, you know, don't worry about him. He's earned a lot of money and won a lot of trophies. Who are you talking about? Michael Carrick. Don't feel bad for him. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't feel bad for him. You know, I mean, he left Spurs. You know, yeah. don't care about him really. But, you but that is mad, isn't it? Favor. Yeah, no, I did. Um, well, hang on, what, what's Pep Guardiola's agenda here? Yeah, what are you, yeah, what are you up to? What does he Wards. want? 
Does he see Carrick as the metronome of Man United and upsetting him or getting in his brain this key to Man United being unfo- being unfolded? I have no idea. I th- or maybe he's just he he's he's a similar player. Isn't why he, mention as well? him? That's the other thing. But why mention him? It's a weird one. If you're going to mention someone, mention Pogba. Mention the fact that they're going to be damaged without Ibrahimovic. Going after Carrick is genius because upsetting, and I say it again, the metronome mm-hmm. upsets the entire team. It's like taking Luka Modric out of a game. You're, you're told all oh, your play taking uh, Dembele out of, out of Spurs. It's gonna, it's gonna, you know, he might not play on Sunday. Actually, against Arsenal. Really? Yeah, he went off injured last night. But you're taking those kind of players upsets everything, and, and almost all of the good stuff creatively going forward goes through. It starts with Carrick and starts with Modric and it starts with Dembele. So that's maybe what he's playing. He's being tricksy. He's being tricksy. Clever. As he is. Uh, right. Really what about soldiers lost in battle? <laughs> time for that? Yeah. Definitely. Oh, Definitely. Garrett. Garrett? What? He's one of the soldiers lost in battle, is he? He is, he is. Right, so let me just get <laughs> ready. So, Flav, explain soldiers lost in battle once more. Right, so these are people that have, um, instead of most blokes and women, some women, uh, love going to watch the football guilt free. And sometimes when you're trying to hold down a healthy relationship, you can't always watch football guilt-free. And if you find one that lets you do it all the time, you marry that. You marry her. (laughs) Or him. Hold her so so tight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You marry him. Uh, Because obviously, you know, football to a lot of people is just a game, not not a religion like it is for many of us. So so we asked, we sent out a uh, request to, uh, to, to you guys to tell us what are the worst... Circumstances in which you've you've lost the you've lost a game of football, or lost a day of football, and James here is gonna is gonna read some out to you. We kick off with Garrett. I was a little worried based on your. Oh, that's done. So just forget that. Jake Millard missing the football to go to a bloody rugby match. I'd 100% sack off the rugby if I wasn't doing my uni placement there. I don't even like rugby. Probably a poor choice of work placement. <laughs> Do that again. Do that one. Okay. Andreas Niku. Missed the North London derby when I was younger because my mum made me go to the theatre. Don't even like the theatre. And the play was fucking shit. We lost, though, so she was probably saving me from heartache. Still, I've never forgiven her. Thanks, Mum. I love this. <laughs> Dave Cunnington. I once had to miss the football to go to what my then-girlfriend said was Toby's funeral, so I had to miss the game. I got dressed up properly and everything. We made our way to her parents. I thought I would pick them up. Turned out that Toby was a hamster that was bought for her little sister a month previous. <laughs> Sad to hear that, Dave. <laughs> the leather belts. Not me missing the football, but my mate has missed the football to move his boat. Go on, last one. Last one. I want to drink bleach. Is the name of the guy. That's not me. I had to miss the game because my granddad found it too stressful to watch. This is the only last one I've got. Okay. Um, Sakir Singh, Dylan. 
I have a fucking coding exam during the Spurs versus Chelsea. Now who will make that Chinese professor understand that the FA Cup is more important? Different song there. <laughs> and that was this week's Soldiers in Battle. Well done, guys. Stay strong. Stay strong, guys. Uh, uh, you will get your days back one day. Yeah. Uh, if you, you're going through you... the same struggle, we're here to help, to talk, to to hear your pain. Yeah, we're, you know, uh, and, and just know that there's someone out there willing to listen to you and understand you, understand your pain, and you're not alone. Um, stay strong. Uh, and, and, and stay with us. Mm. So we'll, uh, yeah, get your get your get your difficult stories, your sad stories. The worst That's reason tough. why you missed the football. That's tough to hear. Next week, I'm going to try and read them out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what next? Championships. Championships. The championship. Playoff winners elect. Uh, Fulham. Mm. Just a quick mention of Fulham because they have unbelievable turnaround from last season. I mean, they they failed miserably last season. Obviously, they did. There well, was, was a lot more expected, but they only just about stayed up. And they are they've made their way into the into the playoffs. Uh, they won the last four matches, and they scored in one of the last the fifth the last fifteen. Sorry, and their goal difference in the playoffs looks so so strong, and that is the reason why. And I said it a few weeks ago, didn't I? The social club. Mm. I think if they can get into the playoffs, then it could be them to to win it. Um. You think where they come from under Felix McGaff? Uh, yeah, you, you know they relegated out of the Premier League. Um, oh, oddball coach in the most extreme. I think he used to rub cheese on people's injuries. Yeah, it's quite a strange club in general, just in terms of the journey of them, because they they were a third division club for a long, long time, and mm. then Alfred came in, brought in the money. And took them all the way up, and they and then they were a, a Premiership side for a, for a decent amount the, of time. They got to the Europa League final. I know, incredible, incredible stuff under Roy Hodgson, and um, I, I, it's just you know what it does show. What it does show, and you can hold on to this, right? Is that you can have a terrible season in the Championship, but if you get your shit together, you get the right manager in there, things can change very, very quickly. I agree, and they're exciting to watch. They've got some great players, none more so. Than uh, Ryan Sessignon, 16 year old, hasn't even got a pro contract yet, but he's smashing it up. Went up to Newcastle, scored two at Newcastle, I think. I think so. He scored, definitely scored in the FA Cup third round against Cardiff. And yeah. he hasn't signed that pro deal yet. Uh-huh. I, think I think I read that he's going to do it in May. But I, I've seen him play and he, he is. Special. He's got that little. Sp- yeah, he does have that little spark about him. It, uh, but as a side, they keep the ball really well. Yeah. Play great, great football. Um, really exciting uh, attacking players not right up top in Chris Martin but the guys around him Tom Kearney mm. and um, I think Aluko is actually one of the best players in the championship a lot of people will think they don't really they've never really seen him do that much in the Premier League mm. but he, uh, he seems to play a different position for Fulham he plays more of a he's more of an attacking midfielder who goes around and just gets on the ball which I kind of thought of him as an out and out striker at Hull mm. but he's, he's not that at all and uh, he's the two times I've seen him he's been really really impressive and also they've lost their kind of starlet in, in uh, Moussa Dembele who went up to Celtic and he's, they would have won the league if they'd had him like this year yeah no yeah. doubt I mean and you can, I can understand the step that he made you know going up and playing Celtic and being involved in old firms and and just learning your craft in a different different league and a very physical league, it's, it was a good move for him. But um, it must have been difficult for Fulham to, to kind of swallow that because they they must have known what they were building. Yeah, um, and, and and they know from through that, or is it comes a bit of surprise? Well, I mean, it, last year they didn't do very well at all, but no. they did have most of, a lot of the players that they've got now. Mm. So 
I guess they just weren't getting the best out of those players. Maybe yeah. that maybe that was it. But, um, but there's also uh, an amazing uh, youth set up there. Um, it was overseen by uh, Hugh Jennings, who was a big part of Southampton's academy and that set up. And uh, sort of, I, I was involved in the development of Bell and, and, and Lallana and uh, Walcott. Chamberlain, I guess, as well. Then. Yeah, probably Fizzing around that up. time as well. So, you know, he's, there, there are good things happening at Fulham. And I, I don't like any other football club, really. I mean, it goes against the grain of being a proper football fan, in my opinion, to just to, to, to want another team to win. But I've, I've always kind of liked Fulham, mainly because they're, like, they're completely inoffensive yeah. supporters. You know, uh, I mean, I don't like Fulham because they're a rival. Yeah, but I can... And the, the, it's one of my favourite games to go and watch Tottenham. It's cracking walks to the ground. Really We've good talked about this before. We Stop have, talking about the walks to the ground. Walks to the ground's good, though. Yeah, on, you, a, you, on a lovely spring day. Very you fresh. can go for a walk any, at any time. Lovely walks all around London. That is true. Football's yeah. not about walking. What I would do is challenge Fulham fans to make some make some noise Impossible. sometimes on a home Impossible. game. Impossible. Why? Because noise and passion comes out of hardship. <laughs> and it comes out of needing it and needing that at release. No, no one in Fulham needs a release. I do not. Their whole life's a release. But there's a, you know, like Netflix. Their their whole algorithm goes around. The, don't worry, I'm going somewhere with it. Right. Their whole algorithm goes around the fact that there's a, like a doppelganger of you's got the same taste as you, and they'll use the things that they watch that are quite. So say you watch. How do they know if you're uh, what, what? So right. So say I watch 15 things, right? Yeah. Okay, and you watch 15 things as well. The 10 th- and 10 of the things we both watch the same. Yeah. Right. So we've both got similar tastes, right? Mm. The f- other five things that you watch will come up on my feed for me to to tr- possibly try out because from that algorithm it's suggesting that well you liked it so I might like it because we have generally similar tastes, right? Yeah. So what, what I was going to say is you're right with the hardship and stuff like that, but Fulham, you know, Fulham's in London mm. and not all fans are from Fulham, but they are. So yeah, I mean, Fulham fans are all tourists, but. There is probably a Flav doppelganger mm. who's a Fulham fan who must just be infuriated <laughs> at every hugging. Somebody fuck just fucking sing. sing. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I completely get that, and I feel for that guy. I'm sure there might be one in there. What somewhere. do you do? What do you do if you just got? You, That's you are, tough, isn't you it? You understand what your football club is. Yeah. You, there's nothing you can do, or you get like-minded fans together, get a section of the stadium. They sell out every game. Like they're never not sold out. Yeah, it's because they give a lot to the away. Yeah, they do. They give loads <laughs> to the away. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a good away. Um, I, you know, back on that the Netflix thing. Like, firstly, that algorithm thing that works because once you get on Netflix, you end up watching it and sitting there all night. So that works. <laughs> I kind of like that. I like yeah. they've managed to suss people out. It's also a little bit creepy. Yeah. The other thing is that I use Sam Peoples Netflix. Do you? <laughs> yeah, he gave me email, uh, the login once, and I just I bought. Why are you so it. mean to him then? I'm not mean. I love him. <laughs> It's just funny, isn't it? Bickering. This is something in the, in the Bull Street office, and we're going to be trying to do more Facebook Lives, actually, so if you uh, check out our Facebook page and get and, a like. And our uh, Snapchat as well. You get, get trying to do behind more. the scenes yeah. at the office. And, and the, the thing that is most prevalent in the office is bickering. Mm, it's okay. kind of, we're not falling out, but, it, but the lads are like hyenas. Yeah. As soon as someone, someone says something, yeah. everyone sort of stops and turns around and goes, why did you say that? Yeah, yeah, but then... Who makes you the guy who lads say that? And then in, inside that... That sort There's of social, then, and then suddenly, once it gets switched on, it's quite horrible. It can be horrible at times. Yeah. Anyway, but talk about uh, Sam, Sam's Netflix account. I was looking the other day, and there was this program about escorts, high-end escorts. Okay. I was on my own. I thought, yeah, I can't click on those things. I might because I'm on yeah, Stacey. See if I can tug one out. And oh, shit, can I say that? No, no, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, the uh, <laughs> sorry, 
<laughs> Funny. Uh, if, if um, uh, yeah, I couldn't click on it because I knew also Sam's missus also uses the account. So I think she's like, "What have you been watching?" But can't you just can't you just throw him under the bus? I couldn't do that to him. Not only you're both it. safe, aren't you? Why? Well, you're not safe, but you're, there's no uh, there's no what a comeuppance because just say you watch the escort thing. I can't she, to, I she'll can go. No, she'll go. Sam. Why are you watching? Yeah. Why are you watching that? Am I not enough for you? Yes. And he'll go. That's not me. That's Flav. And no. she goes, Oh right. Yeah. And that then, happens a lot. But you two will I never. Get for a lot. Yeah, you do. We meet. We do meet sometimes. I do meet. I, I meet sometimes. Did you watch that escort program? I look at Sam. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah that's what you do. You go, yeah, you go. You go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was me. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> Tapping him on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's my... Was opinion. it good? Um, no, it's quite depressing. Oh. Yeah, the exact opposite room. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. Okay, uh, right. Let's, uh, let's move forward. Let's uh, about... Go on. Big J. Let's talk about Big J, because QPR, we're going to get drawn, that's fine. We spoke about QPR quite a lot. Oh, I was just... The QPR, just for a thing, I've gone for Banker, not in Forest. Yeah. Why? Because you've lost six on the bounce, and I don't want to lose. You've lost six on the bounce. Ian Holloway done what he's doing. The fan, the fan, the players are turning on him. The fans have turned on him. Players, players have turned on him. Fans, are, a couple of fans have turned on him. <laughs> not all fans, though. Not, not you. All fans, not me. And your old man. I bet he's been. Beat him, we'll beat him two 0 We'll beat him two 0 Saturday. All's fine. Warburton's turned it around there a little bit. Any? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Slightly nervous. Right. I'll take a draw. Um, but yeah, it is getting tasty down the bottom. Um, mm. But yeah, maybe next week with the last game of the season, we'll dive into that a little bit more. But uh, yeah, there's also Blackburn, Aston Villa, which is in our predictions. Uh, I'm, come on, Aston Villa. Come on. <laughs> Just even a draw is fine. Yeah. Uh, Clits go, Joshua. That is one for the weekend. Yeah. Uh, you're, yeah, you're a boxing fan. This is something, yeah, so this is something we teased at the start of it. Um, this is one thing that I, uh, this is why men love boxing, right? Yeah. Because any, because boxing, you can talk about it yeah. and it's 95% based on truisms. Yeah. And, and phrases. Definitely amongst the casual boxing fans, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, what kind of, can you give me a sentence that I can use like I watch fights, yeah. but I mean I don't know fighting yeah. really. Um, can you give me a sentence that I can use that isn't a truism that can be used for this fight and um, actual information instead of like uh, yeah, but no, no well, so so you'll hear stuff about footwork, great footwork, yeah, great footwork, right? But what, reach, well, reach is it's, how you use it, isn't it I guess. Is it? I don't know. See, this is what I mean. Yeah, I mean, reach is just how long your arm is. When you when your your arm's extended to throw a punch, how long is? Yeah, I know. It, I know what it is. Right, but that that's just facts. That's just like measurement. Okay. Yeah, but footwork's no, about but how. Go, he's got the reach on him. I said that. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. You could say that. Uh, so in this instance, I think Klitschko has a reach on. Incorrect. Joshua has the reach by an that, inch. Wow, I didn't know that because yeah. Austria's, uh, Russia, uh, Joshua's arms are, are like trunks. So yeah, they don't they don't look that long, but. What I'm saying is, like, so footwork, for example, that's the a boxer's ability to to get inside the pocket so that he can land shots and get out in time. And some boxers' footwork is incredible, and some's not so. So Mayweather probably had the best footwork of any boxer for a long uh, among the best. Pernell Wicker, anyway. A lot I'm boring you, but <laughs> the, what, what's going to happen in this fight ultimately? Yeah, it gives you predictions. My, I've got two predictions. Right, right? Joshua early. In the next uh, first four rounds, okay. Has Klitschko ever gone down early though? 
he's been obliterated a couple of times. Yeah. Has he? Yeah, yeah. He's been, he's, he's been knocked out three times. One to a guy called Corey Sanders. <laughs> I used to, yeah. <laughs> I, was I, in think Lo- I think that was in London, actually. South African, very average heavyweight. Who he called himself the Colonel. He should have done. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, he, if Joshua can, can get to him and land on his chin in the first four or five rounds, I think Joshua will, will knock him out. If it goes beyond that, Klitschko's fight all day. All day. That said, we don't know what Klitschko is now. He got beat by... It's a long time since he's fought. 18 2015. 18 months uh, against uh, Fury, Tyson Fury, who is an elite-level uh, heavyweight, elite-level boxer. How can you look at Tyson Fury and think he's elite at anything? Well, yeah, this is the, so. This is this is the problem. You know, is you look at that Tyson Fury and you don't think, well, what's he going to do? But he is he is an, an excellent, excellent uh, heavyweight. That's fascinating, isn't it? Because you think if you go, if you look at Joshua, yes, <laughs> he's a beautiful man. He's, but also, he's, he's unbelievable. It's a stone. joke, isn't it? It's yeah. like he's been blown up. Yeah, it's it like, does. like he's. Unbelievably cheap. So this is this this again that. So that makes him better, right? <laughs> that, <laughs> but that, it doesn't, does it? Well, it, it gives them more explosive power. Right. Generally, the heavily bound, heavily muscle bound fighters like Bruno, um, like uh, you know, like Tyson? Joshua Tyson. You were Tyson, yeah. Tyson was quite ripped at the beginning, but they it, they generally have quite uh, fast twitch muscles, so they can pr- produce lots of power, um, but it, they exert a lot of energy. And Bruno used to gas, so comparing Bruno and Joshua is not a bad comparison. Because Which Tyson Fury's done this week, I think. has he? Yeah. So he's he's. Uh, I think Bruno knocked out twenty one of his first twenty one opponents. Might majority of them in the first two rounds. Um, Joshua's done similar things, although struggled against Dillian White. Um, he will tire because he can't carry that much of muscle around, and we haven't really seen him go to championship distance mm. before. So Klitschko is the master at it. He goes 12, 12 rounds for fun. Yeah, well, that's there's a stat for you. Um, so Joshua's fought forty four rounds in his professional career. Klitschko three hundred and fifty eight. Uh, Klitschko's knocked out more people than Joshua's fought rounds. Correct. Uh, yeah, seventy eight percent knockout rate as well. Yeah. So which is quite good, isn't it? But Joshua's got. I think Klitschko, for what it's worth, I think Klitschko's going to win on points. Um, it's not a bad shot. Well, I, look, yeah. it's not a bad shot. Uh, he's a, he's a superb pugilist, it, but he can go toe to toe. He loves a scrap. <laughs> you know, These he can just... fight as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's got it all. He's a slugger. <laughs> but, you know, he can keep him at bay as well. <laughs> he can do it. He's fine. Yeah. You know, you can't do the same thing in football. You can't bluff your way for a no. conversation. As soon as you're talking to somebody who doesn't know, you know. Mm. But this, yeah, there's another thing you said at the start, which I talk about a lot. Is I used to love a, a podcast by Johnny Vaughan called mm. The Warm Up. Mm. And this was the thing that he would say was that there's so many ways. So Steve Bunce, I think it is. He's yeah. the guy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he would never give any real information. He would just be like, I mean, he's a great pugilist. <laughs> he just says different words for boxer, boxer or fighting. Yeah, I, that would be one. In the comments, let us know another little phrases that you can chuck in for boxers. For boxers, yeah, he's a uh, a, a, a gentleman of Queensbury Walls. <laughs> um, I think uh, that's unfair to Bunce as well. Very learned man in boxing, but I get he does talking talking truisms. Um, if you had to, I wouldn't bet on this fight. This would be a fight I wouldn't bet on, but. If you had to say uh, one, you'd go, you'd go Klitschko points. 
Yeah, desperately, yeah. <laughs> Kieran, <laughs> Kieran on the right. ones and twos, having a little panic there. Don't worry, mate. Uh, and uh, one, uh, I would, I would say, my gut says Klitschko will stop Joshua. I mm. desperately want Joshua to win it. Really like him. Much better for boxing because Klitschko man. is the most boring boxer on earth. Yeah, brilliant, effective, but Joshua is so much more exciting, and he's British. Not that I've got, you know, I'm not I'm pro British on yeah, everything. Yeah, that's fine. Just boxing. Right. Coming to the end, uh, really quick thing. Uh, Boroff fixture of the week goes to West Brom versus Leicester. Yes. Yeah, boring. Like, yeah. Proper boring. Dull. Yeah. I wouldn't even bother going. Yeah. The ball's going to be out of play all the time. Have you ever have you ever, have you ever woken up in the morning and you've got QPR and you thought, I can't be fucked? Yeah, definitely. Have you? When we're in Division 2, and this is awful, mm. but I imagine this is what probably fans of good teams feel, is... Uh, we we would play like Chesterfield at home, and you know you're going to win. Really? You know you're going to win. Did two you run away? Really? You know you're going to win two 0 No, I finished second actually, but uh, you know you're going to win two 0 and it's just like it's, it's, it's a little bit boring. It, I found that at Tottenham somewhat as well because you get periods of the season where you're certainly Spurs did. We were great. We were really good, and scoring a goal like the third goal in Stoke, it doesn't conjure the same level of explosiveness of excitement that it did when we were rubbish and we scored three in the game and everyone went crazy yeah well, and what, do you, what do you go to watch football for it's those moments of explosion that's absolutely. what I do that moment where you lose just, like, the reason why I'm going into this game against Arsenal on Sunday isn't because I can't wait to be in that atmosphere and, and the horrible feeling that Arsenal might do us over it's because Harry Kane might score a screamer yeah. And I will lose my shit. But that's, that's why I get. I get. But the get, better you get, the less common those yeah. those moments are. Well, it's the intensity as well. It's 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 like if you haven't eaten for a week, I give you a slice of pizza. Especially, you are going to love that pizza. Yeah. You are going to really enjoy that pizza. Yeah, but the, the you're giving you pizza of, every hour on the hour. Yeah, I'm going to say, where are you getting all this pizza from? Yeah, yeah. I can't keep eating this pizza. <laughs> where are you getting it's not it the from? Same. Good analogy. That. You're ruining it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you get to, when you order a, a uh, like a Domino's or something, and you get to the end of it, do you power through or do you leave bits? It's got to be in. It's got to be finished. <laughs> yeah. And I think you're letting everyone down if you don't. Yeah. Uh, right. We're coming to the end now. We're going to reveal our our bankers, um, and then we'll put a full predictions in the bottom. Uh, in the first comment for you guys to get your predictions as well mm. um, Garrett best of luck to you and give some Garrett some advice on some of the games as well give him a helping hand maybe he doesn't like week. advice maybe he's like one of the people that don't like advice Gareth if, if you don't want advice then you know you write something in the comments let them know <laughs> yeah, oh, Garrett <laughs> I want you to write in the comments I don't want any advice I'm fine uh, uh, so uh, who are your bankers for the weekend my bankers are um, Man City Middlesbrough Although Middlesbrough did get a win, didn't they? Um, Chelsea, I think it's going to be the end of the title race this weekend, and uh, Palace to get that win against Burnley because uh, what, you Burnley got f- all for all away. You got four bankers, have you? Three bankers. So Bar- you bank uh, uh, Barra, I got you. I got City playing I've got a banker. Palace to beat Burnley as a banker. I've got City to beat Borough as a banker, and I've got Nottingham Forest to beat QPR as a banker. Give us your upsets, James. Uh, upsets, uh, Sunderland. I think uh, have I got Sunderland to win? Surely not. <laughs> you should that? know your own. Sunderland, to... you got you got them as a draw here. Oh yeah, so, yes, that's how bad they are. Upset. Sunderland to get a draw, that will be an upset in itself. Um, James, what are you talking about? I'm reading your things. You have got an upset of West Brom, 
Leicester, West Brom beating Leicester. This happens a lot with me, doesn't it? I get yeah. confused. And you've got an upset of Arsenal beating Tottenham. And going to be upset. You've got an upset of uh, Blackburn beating Villa. Yeah, because it's going to make me upset. Yeah, I've also gone for Blackburn to beat Villa upset. And I've also I've got Swansea to beat Manchester United at Old Trafford. It's one of those ones which they've drawn this year a lot. Those kind of games. So yeah, that'll be an interesting one. That's and one of my ones to gain, shattered, aren't they? Yeah, to gain points on on you lot. So, and I've got Sunderland to beat Bournemouth as my upset. Really? Yeah. Um, this is the last thing that we're going to do another reason to get involved in the comments or tweet us uh, we're going to do this is called one for the weekend but we're going to do two for the weekend two questions for the weekend that we're going to answer so get your questions in and uh, we'll answer two of them next week I'm going to do one from the comments last week and one from Twitter uh, first one uh, is um, is from Sam a Sam or sir.m hi uh, lads love like the content even though I haven't watched it yet oh Algorithm crew. No, Just had a question. Uh, what, is your, what are your thoughts on players coming out of Australia, especially Moy, who's killing it with Huddersfield? Um, I've seen Moy twice. He is awesome. He is a very, very good player. But he should have been. 26 million? Uh, did uh, uh, Man City pay 26 million? Tw- no, I thought it was like 8 million. Was it? Yeah. I swear, I swear I wrong. Matt said that they paid a fortune for him. Anyway, that, that seems like a lot. It does yeah. seem like a lot. He is a great player. There's, in general, like, with. Um, yeah, basically he wants to know what, what do you think of, what are your thoughts of Australian players yeah, you do kind of want them to do well generally like Harry Kuehl Mark Viduga there's something very British about obviously about I mean Australian people it's quite a niche subject it is niche I mean I know Aaron Moy I know Harry Kuehl and I know Viduka we have a player in Luongo who's Australian plays centre field with to, Moy used to play for Spurs you play for Spurs. There you yes, go. Look, you're in. You're in. You're in the conversation. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about him. He's I, I've a good got player. to be honest. I've got to be honest. I don't have any opinion on Australian player. players. I'm that, really sorry. That in itself is an opinion. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, Aaron Moy looks good though. I generally think that they've got stronger mentalities than English players because they're Australian. That's my top line thoughts on Australian Very players. Very top line. Yeah. Based on uh, Moy's a good player. Rogic, I quite like. I like his journey because he came through that Nike Academy thing, so, and I saw that documentary. Um, Stu, who's a Rangers fan, said that Rogic never plays against Rangers, which is a bit odd, so he doesn't seem too much. Kieran on the ones and twos. Thoughts on Rogic? You're a Celtic fan? Very good. Very good? Very good. Right. Yeah, there you go. You've heard it there. And uh, generally, yeah, they're all right. Uh, there's not very, there's not many uh, unlikable Muscat and uh, Lucas Neal they're the only two probably yeah we're getting the cream of Australian players though, aren't we the average ones that we'll never hear of uh, you know so I, I, sorry mate I don't have an opinion that's fine and the other one uh, from David Ambrose on Twitter is uh, hang on there it is who from Ball Street would win a WWE style Royal Rumble Jed Kieran, Kieran, you got him, dude. All right. So, in of course, the office is they talking oh, the whole look, network. Well, maybe camera, cam, just camera facing, because so people understand who we're talking about. Yeah. Make complete sense. Um, are you got anyone? No, Nicky. Chris has the heart of the lion. He does. He'd be tenacious. Yeah. Chris of Red Men TV would be tenacious. Tenacious. Nicky has the, the size and kind of 
he's definitely he's definitely I'm not saying that this is fact but he definitely definitely stabbed someone before definitely you can see it in his eyes <laughs> uh, well he actually I shouldn't say that don't say anything that's he's, true yeah okay and okay. Um, and uh, but you know there's there's that I think uh, with Paul you've got you've got both height and Paul reach. from Redmond and reach and experience of, of WWE he loves yeah, it he, loves he it. absolutely loves it he does um, as does Ped I don't think Ped's, Ped's got the big I don't think Ped's got it for me. I don't think but he looks. Me. He looks like he, I think he's Solkov, maybe. Uh, no, he looks like he's um, he's slayed dragons or or, or giants <laughs> in it's his like, time. Yeah, I don't know what that means. He, he just it's someone. He he drives a cab and someone left a review. What about, what so about called him? Thanks for the ride, Fago Giants Bane or something like that. It's very funny. I don't know what that means. Uh, what, about what about the pocket rocket? What about pocket rocket? You get dashed. Do you think? Yeah, you get picked up and thrown out like that. Pocket rocket. Yeah, but I could like hide in the corner for a bit. That's right. Get to the final four, and then I take that. Yeah, yeah. Pick their pockets. Uh, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Of oh, you going for then? Uh, I'm going to go for Nikki just from pure power. But yeah, I, I imagine stamina wise, he might slow down. He says he has trouble with his knees sometimes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go Nikki as well. Surely. Right. Surely. All right, that's you two for the weekend. Uh, this was one for the weekend. So as we said earlier, we're, we've got a little uh, one for the weekend league, uh, which you can get involved in. Uh, we've all predicted our 13 results, me, you and Garrett, Annie and McIntosh for this weekend's games. Um, you can head over to Fan League's Twitter and Facebook pages to check out the full list. Uh, and if you want to get involved, leave your 13 predictions in the comments below. Um, and yeah, and if Garrett is just not up to it, or he abdicates the throne, then you could be taking his place. Yeah, why not? Um, final thoughts for the weekend uh, just this I, I, either I'm going to be ecstatic next week or I'm going to be crestfallen and broken and I've been giving Arsenal fans some jip on Twitter um, been saying some things uh, which probably shouldn't have said but you live and die by your sword and if we get beat I will have to take all of the shit they're going to give me and you know I do that actually willingly because there's, there's strength in that mm. somehow I, I don't have to talk about QBR that often yeah um, and this seems to this is possibly a vehicle for it and I really hope it isn't a vehicle for it next week because I just want just a point just give me a point <laughs> so you're safe so we're safe alright we'll see you next week cheers hold up what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.